Welcome to For What It's Worth. I've known about furries for a long time before this experience, but I'd never seen it in action. I I, I see the furries at the cons, and I ne- I'm always wondering who is in there. That's the first thing I'm wondering. Is it a man? Is it a woman? An introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Wait for just one second until yeah, you guys have pulled out. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> we're pulling out right now, so it's, uh, it's a slow process. <laughs> We've reached it! It's the end! The end of season seven! Oh yeah, and like the mechanism that makes the fire blow out of his mouth? That's probably four grand, right? Buckle up and hold on! It's time to get filthy and have some pie. Have you had a party emergency? Got one right now. (laughs) (laughs) When is the new Animaniacs? Five and a half hours, I got a party emergency. (laughs) You know, bend it to the right here. Because it's a wonderful day for pie. You can ask all the birds in the sky, and they'll tell you real sweet with a musical tweet. It's a wonderful day for pie. And welcome to the final episode of this season of For What It's Worth. I am Tugs Puppy Bear. Joining me in our Salt Lake studio is Ruford C. Lexico. Hello, Ruford. Ruford? I thought it was <laughs> Routine like, Lexico. I know. <laughs> but like can you imagine like if your name was Ruford, you'd have like a pipe and be like, yes, I am Ruford. Yes, I'm like, Ruford. Like your like give you happy endings. Hello. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then my monocle just pops out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> now I'm just Ruchi again. <laughs> Anywho. So, Mr. Tugs, what is today? Today's the season finale. I can't believe it. Or season final. <laughs> it's two months late. What? We usually like to do it at the end of the spring, and now we're doing it at the end of the summer again. Uh, it's okay. You know, it's okay. You know, we just, I don't know. Right. Well, Things just keep pushing out. <laughs> gross. Want some pie? Ah, uh, no. No, we're <laughs> not going back to shit pie. Uh, gross. <laughs> Gross. So, I can't just believe so, that everybody was like, I want to hear the shit pie um, part of the episode. <laughs> like, it wasn't that great. I don't see why it's so funny. Shit is not you, funny. You wouldn't let it die. You just wouldn't let it die. Look, let's talk about shit pie later. <laughs> As everyone knows, this is the recap episode. So we're going to go through and talk about the season. Before we do that part, though, let's talk about what's going on in your life. Or what is up? What is up? Well, I've been losing lots of weight. I think I already said that last time. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you were, uh, your breasts were becoming better defined. <laughs> yes, they're they're now nippled instead of like milk duds. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I've been playing a game called Enter the Gungeon. That's it's pretty fun. It's kind of like a Binding of Isaac clone. It sounds um, like it sounds like it's Enter the Grundle every time you say that, and I don't want to enter a Grundle. <laughs> Enter the Grundle. <laughs> Tugs, you should totally, totally set up that game and, and get that going. No, Boozy already <laughs> is, is going out with Grundle. Uh, um, so I've been playing that. Um, and yeah, I just, there's not been very much that's been going on in my life. So it's been hey, three Tugs, weeks, really? Yeah, no, I, I got a raise. That was a good Hooray! thing. Yay! Uh, we had another um, clubhouse party. Yay! 
<laughs> oh my. So, so are these clubhouse parties, are these like everyone's just kind of openly having sex? Is that what it really is? Um, no, it's not. It's not just, well, yes, kind of, but it's not like. So it's like every furry convention. It's not like you just walk up to somebody and just stick your dick in them. Like, that's not. <laughs> it's not like, I didn't. Now everyone's a Coke machine. Good job. <laughs> but, um. But yeah, no, it's it's fairly open in the fact that people set up scenes and they just do what they want to do. That's pretty I, much it. I think that a lot of people are going to relate to me when you say when I say this about what you just described, which is like, I really like that idea. I have my own insecurities preventing me from participating in that. But damn, that sounds cool. Oh, thank you, Tugs. No, it's it's fun. It's fun. That's why we. Um, we have that available. I mean, in Utah, there's really not very many adult things. I mean, people people are probably like, "Well, I don't understand why they're doing that because you know, I have a, I have a bathhouse that I can go to if I want to do anything like that type thing." Mm-hmm. But we don't have anything that's like that here. So, anywho, we can't be adults. <laughs> yeah. Well. So I don't how know. is it now that you've moved away that you can be an adult? I think I've talked about it off and on through the season, but I love yeah, it. I, I really have. do. I I just, it's nice. Like I said, it's nice to be able to do something and ask someone go, what are you doing? What's that? Why are you doing it? Like people don't care. Like as long as I'm not breaking, you know, serious rules, like killing people, who cares? You know? And the thing about it is the things I want to do, they're all legal, right? So I want to have a bottle of wine. Great. I want to have a little herb. Great. Who cares? You know? it's just so much easier when when you mean it, utah th- is all like a lot of people are very judgy and um let's see they're also very um sometimes i feel like they're very fake utah, the utah way does th- have people looking down their noses at people for sure yeah well i yeah. mean i'm not saying backing on utah people because i mean utah people they're they're also great there's also the greatest people that i've ever met here in sure. utah but um but yeah there's a lot of like passive aggressive type stuff people can't say it as it is and and in australia you know that i and i've used this term before it's fair dinkum and let me tell you i love it when people are fair dinkum i love it when they're they just get to the point and tell you exactly how they feel like like australian people if you see somebody walking down in a uh like a dress that looks terrible they'll probably tell you that it looks terrible (laughs) Yeah, just you know, I mean, I, they have a filter and stuff like that. I'm not saying. I, I think I think the difference is, and I just realized this in my in my half calf state because I'm it's morning, just so everyone knows, is that Utah. I think people tend to assume more negatively on average. Like they assume that you're uh, at fault, that you've done something wrong. Like you need rules to make sure that you don't fall into this hole. Where like other places are like, you're fine don't give us a reason to start making laws against whatever it is you're doing and you're fine. Like people assume like, okay, whatever you're doing is fine. It's, it's the opposite. Does that make sense? Yep. No, I understand. But you know, there's some great things about Utah. I mean, there's a lot of, um, I don't know. The show came from Utah, so it's not all bad, right? (laughs) Well, and we also have a fairly, um, now we have a fairly healthy 
um, furry community. It's been booming lately. I mean, tugs, you leave, and then all of a sudden, the furry groups are existing again. I know. <laughs> no, they existed. I just, you know, I, I was in a different place. I'm, I'm, I'm happy if you're happy, and that's the important thing. And hey, you know what? Good for Utah. Get, get the, get the weird on. So, speaking of furry groups, have you, have you gone to some of the furry activities out in? Um, no, so I, I said it last episode that I was getting ready to move. I am definitely moving. It's so, it's like, so I live in like the Ogden, for people who live in Utah, the Ogden of the metro area, and everything uh, is in like Sandy or current, not current, Sandy or mid uh, Midville. And so it's like such a pain in the ass to get anywhere because traffic here is so much worse, so much worse that like I haven't really uh, but I'm starting to get on those loops now. So like there's a booze cruise. I'm going to hopefully go on next time that it happens and stuff. So it's kind of, but I've, it's kind of been okay because I didn't, I didn't realize how much of a big adjustment it would be personally to change cities again. So I, I feel like it's been healthy to kind of take it a step at a time. You know, I'm still doing the show. I'm still a furry and I still go to cons. So the furriness is still strong within me. So what else have you been up to? Uh, well, I haven't started packing and I'm moving in three weeks, so that'll be fun. Um, and dealing with, you know, the thing about it is like, so that first move up here was really, really like, it was a heavy move because I'd lived in the same place for 10 years. There was a lot of stuff to toss out. It was a very expensive move. You know, it, it, it state to state moves are pricey as fuck. And now oh, that yeah. I'm here, I'm feeling some of that same, same like trauma energy because I'm like, oh my God, I got to move again. But I, I have to stop and remind myself, you don't. You don't have that same scenario. It's not going to take you forever to pack. Like it will take a couple days. You'll be done. And it'll be so much easier than like a house. Well, especially you guys have only lived there for like a year, right? Yeah. And like half of our stuff we stopped because we realized that we were going to have to move. So I think once I get over that little bit of a hump, I'll be okay. Um, but other than that, you know, really it's just been commuting and kind of uh, working on my diet, which is going great and um psyching up and actually you know it's funny is even though it's it's august now i'm still making fc plans now like i'm starting to put things together because the fort takes a lot of of effort and so anything i want to start doing in the fort for like entertainment or whatever has to be planned now are you so, gonna get over your hump there too oh uh, what 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 <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i love you tugs i'm sorry are you making a humping joke I love hump. Like the, you said the word hump, and I'm just thinking of that like, word hump the whole entire time. It's I like Emma Fox board. here. Why am I not thinking of the word hump? What everybody else is thinking of that word. So do you like being anal? <laughs> ah, it's yep. past that. Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. This cookie is brought to you by Panda Express. You Tiny got your cookie from kitchen. Panda Express? Yes, let's see. The logo says, where good fortune smile. Let's see how good this fortune's going to smile. It's an actual cookie, you guys, not the metal cookie. It says, prosperity will soon knock on your door in bed with a cookie. Thanks, Panda Express. <sighs> that fortune was terrible. <laughs> I, want, I want you to get better fortunes. 
<sighs> I need to I need to find a place that has good fortunes somewhere online in bed with the <laughs> We're back! And guess what? We are going to be revisiting our favorite episodes and also your favorite episodes that you have sent in. So we're going to be rolling an audio clip. Uh, ah, ah, audio clip! Wow! Did you just yes. say audio clip? What's an audio yes, clip? Yes, I, I totally did. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get as much coffee in me as you did. Seriously, I'm still guys. drinking it, man. I need a cold brew machine. Note for Christmas. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> yeah, so before we start playing the clips, though, which is what everyone's here for, let's talk about who we've invited on. Now, normally we have someone come on who is a favorite guest. And then Rue made a point to me a couple of weeks ago. He said, why? They don't listen to the show. They don't know all about it. So they just sit around making faces at us. And it's true. And while I enjoy kind of flirtatiously winking at people, Rue doesn't. So we invited someone who was a guest and listens to the show. So if you're wondering now, who could that be in the Mario Kart roulette sounds going in your head? Get ready because it just stopped. It's Simone. Yay, Simone. Hello, Simone. How are you? Yay, I'm doing fine and nice to come back. You were on our... You were on our Chinese episode, right? Yep. And let's see which... That was a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I think it just dropped and, off of our featured rotation. So, yeah, it's good to have you back. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm so excited. I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't been able to sleep? <laughs> okay, well then, are you guys ready? Shall we play the first set? Sure, let's go for it. Well, wait, wait, before you go, remind us a little bit, Simone, of who you are. Oh, I am a red fox from China. Uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the sexy factor on that was 10 out of 10. Okay. Didn't you guys recently have... I, I'm sorry, Tugs. Uh, did, didn't you recently have a convention that was going on? Yeah, we recently have three conventions in China, and I went to one of them. It was great. Yeah? Now, what what was great about it? Um uh, I don't know. It's my first convention. I don't know what to expect. And uh, uh there are so many people about uh, more than 120 suitors. Uh the place was not big enough. It's barely uh theater stand and three stages, but uh we did have fun. Yeah, it looked like it looked like fun. I saw you posted a few images in the for what it's worth chat. So that's that's cool. I I saw that you guys had a. I mean, I think that you guys had a had an excellent time. All those suits just look amazing. Let me tell you, I love your guys' suits. But Thank you. Anywho, go ahead. We'll turn it back to Tugs. All right, let's do it. And now for what it's worth favorite moments. He so here's the question. So he says I enjoy both gay and straight art. 
but he identifies as a straight fright. Now, is that a common thing? Um, I guess we've never specifically asked it, but um, I don't see why not. Uh, I, I can imagine that, uh, and, and the same, well, I would ask then, I guess you, um, you know, can you still enjoy a piece of art that features, say, two women in it? Um, you know, you can still enjoy the art, I imagine. You can still go, oh, that's adorable, my, oh, that's cute. I my imagine. philosophy is good porn is good porn. Yeah, right. It's right. Uh, it's so much more than just what genitals are on the page. It's you know what themes are being conveyed. You know, uh, I imagine a, a perfectly straight person can look at you know uh, a really cute scene with with two guys cuddling or whatever and say oh that's adorable and appreciate these romantic or adorable overtones in it without you know having to see what genitals they have and say oh am i attracted to those or not uh i am a uh, 35 year old uh male from <laughs> seattle um what's I, your blood type when your mother's maiden name uh, <laughs> well my social security number is now um <laughs> my uh, uh i'm a panther black and white panther spots giant cat uh, occasionally masquerade as a as a black and red husky too. Occasionally, um, been in the fandom since. Pretty clearly, uh, the fandom was a dark place before me. I feel I really lightened up the place. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, everything is is roses and you sunshine. You spotlight. <laughs> I, I I'm the one that started the great spots versus stripe war in the fandom. Like I don't get credit for that anymore. But when everyone stripes versus spots, that was actually me. I deserve all the attention and and praise <laughs> for for inventing that controversy. Let us return to the topic. Do you give rides? Sorry, I just... What? <laughs> do you give rides? That's... Wait a minute, wait a minute. You you do not ask for rides from Tars. And in fact, that's in our next email, so why don't you go ahead and read it? Oh, <laughs> a segue. <laughs> and it makes us no different. But the one thing you should always ask before assuming is if you can ride on a Tars back. I did ask. It seems <laughs> funny, but there's plenty of Tars that this seems to be a thing that irks them. Some of us love to give rides in roleplay, and others want no part in it. It's very, very confusing. <laughs> do you, what kind of what kind of reactions do you get where, like, someone finds out that like your mom's a furry and you're a furry? I, I, I'm assuming that they make the assumption of your mom got you into it, which that's kind of why I liked you for this topic is because you did it in reverse, right? <laughs> I basically in reverse, yes. Uh, What's the reaction uh, you get though? Are people well, making that assumption? So, so again, my mom's been pretty active in the fur community back in Denver, and so everybody just kind of knew us as a matched pair, and it never really came up of the whole who who got who into what. Mm-hmm. Um, a resume that is more than than two pages, I'm not going to look at personally. A lot of places prefer one. I, I th- how could you hire people? What do you think? Yes, I I, I have actually gone through resumes as well. Uh, in in my industry, which is you know IT and software engineering. Uh, I would say one, two pages I've seen and been okay with, but once you get past two, it's, yeah. it's a little much. I, I personally shoot for a one double-sided page, and I always like resumes that were like that. They were just, they, it's an art. You have to be short and to the point, right? Um, my, my resumes are even one single-sided page. So, I mean, obviously it depends on the industry for, for true, sure. True, true. Um, but personally for me, I've, I uh, have my resume has been one page, one side, and a lot of the resumes I get in this area seem to be that way too, but not always. Yeah. Uh, but they need to stand out. So if, if they're all, if they're all the this just wall of text kind of thing, um, I'm not necessarily interested in that. I I, I would recommend that uh, tar chat that Rue gave uh, earlier. Uh, Rue, could you repeat what the? Uh... I sexed revolving doors. Um, 
No, no. It's actually, actually I just went into Telegram and I typed in TARS, and they were like the first people that came up. Oh, really? Fantastic. Um, oh, yeah, because that's their username, right? No, isn't it Screw Revolving Doors? Yeah, it's Screw Revolving Doors. That's such a funny inner perspective to the fandom. Okay. What do you think of that Fantasia bit? Oh. Have you seen it recently? Or is it like among yeah. your favorite things? It's been a long Remind time. Remind us, because I don't know what yeah, you're talking about. There, there's this fan, it's in Fantasia 1. Okay. There's a segment, uh, I can't remember, it, it's, uh, I don't remember the song. So it's a famous one. Anyways, and it's a bunch of uh, centaurs running around and like playing in fountains. And it's actually a pretty heavily censored bit too. And oh yeah, there's a there's a wedding and censored. Yeah, I remember this is Disney. There was a racist center. Oh, called Sunflower. Oh my. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it Pines of Rome? I think it's Pines of Rome that has that. And yeah, I remember it as a kid because I was like <gasps> boobies, like they totally <laughs> totally animated it with boobs. Oh yes, I remember that. Now that you're. Okay, so obviously you're not getting this question a lot because no one remembers this. No. I remember it. I but, remember. It. I, I mean, I, I I vaguely remember it now, but it's been so long. Well, I, I mean, what if it was like a nice bunch of like well-oiled men tars, man tars? Well, yeah. See, that's sunflower. Oh, oh dear. I, I see the uh, oh, ra- races. Oh my! <laughs> the racist cartoon. Yeah, because all, all you've done now is you you you've led them on. They're going to go on further. Uh, before having their heart crushed later on, and so you're you're not doing them any favors by leaving them to ambiguity for a longer period of time. <laughs> exactly, and I've been on the I've been on both ends of that, you know, through through experience and, and mistakes, where it's just like oh, I should have said something. But I'll I'll tell you, you know, if you want to cuddle somebody, say that all you want to do is cuddle, because if and this is true of any lie, because you can lie by by direct fabrication, you can lie by omission, <clears throat> and a combination of the two. Lying by omission is something that a lot of people do, but they're not aware of. And I mean, everyone does it. And if you don't tell somebody what you want, and then you just let them make assumptions, that is in a sort of way lying by omission. But my point is, a lie is like a debt. <clears throat> you, or the actions already happened. The lie is the interest. So if you you're not gonna you're not gonna if they're gonna be disappointed, they're gonna be disappointed. Period. But lying about it makes it worse. So why yeah. take out a debt? With extra interest, I I don't know of anyone who likes to. Pay. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. For, for, forget Fantasia. Then, what do you think about the old Spice commercial? Oh. Did you do? Were you like? <gasps> did you get like super excited? I think I missed that actually. Late to your family's interaction. Does everyone just not ask about it, or does everyone not give a shit, or is it somewhere in between? It's a little more. They don't um, give a shit. <laughs> really? That. Like the last time I was down in town visiting my folks, we were driving down the highway. They, they let me drive the car because for some reason. I, oh, I, <laughs> my, my feet reached the pedals. And we're cruising along doing 70, 75 down the, high, down the freeway, you know, singing whatever's classic rock on the state on the radio and, and be like, oh, I just got this or that. And... Huh. Oh, you're fine. I'm just like so like you guys are unashamedly showing each other your art and stuff indeed <laughs> and like, you, you know where I'm coming from right like that's oh that's yeah not how most families are like my family like we have dinner and we, we talk about some pretty risque stuff but like I'm not getting to the point of knowing what my parents are up to don't worry uh, our drinks contain taurine 
Oh. <laughs> it gives you legs. That's horrible. That's horrible. So, so what do you think? Okay, so we just popped your cherry on this commercial. Yeah. What's your reaction to Zatar? Are you like, oh, my people? Like, how do you <laughs> well, some of it's like, wow, they did a really good job at merging those, the, those pieces. Um, I would love to see more Tars in the media, honestly. Do you think that you could fill two great big huge entertainment centers worth of money? Oh, easily. It's not <laughs> an instrument. An entertainment <laughs> center, <laughs> a room, a desk of Jesus again. <laughs> I'm really bad at these. <laughs> what? Sound effects. Sound effects. I like being anal. <laughs> All right. So what do you? <laughs> what are you hired? <laughs> I'm hired. Yay! <laughs> Let me tell you, when I listen to these memories every single um, end of season, it's just it just brings back so much joy and happiness of all of those excellent moments. Like <laughs> I absolutely adored the the Tar episode. I, I thought that was that was an amazing episode. That was that was one of my favorites. Uh, what was some of your favorites, uh, Simone? Hmm. I recognize the first one. This was Luca responding to my email. Oh, that was your email? <laughs> yeah, that was my email. I was the street furry you, you were talking about. <laughs> well, that was not on purpose, I assure you, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and you got a point. Good porn is good porn, no matter it's street or not. I love, I love a good porn. I can't and believe you just what? the internet. <laughs> <laughs> your, your boss is going to be listening to this soon, Tugs. Oh, well. <laughs> just kidding. You uh, what's, looking for it, boss. <laughs> what's some of your um, favorite moments? Um, you know, I, I, it's hard. Like these are, it's like asking which one of my children are, are my favorite, right? We all know I have like separate <laughs> favorites. My you favorite. don't have any children, Tugs, so. But I know, I know. It's it's a, it's a trite thing to say. Uh, I really, I forgot that we had talked about Sunflower. And it's funny because, like, it's not like I sit around thinking about Sunflower very often. And then, like, three weeks ago, someone's like, I don't want to do this stupid work activity. What's a Disney character that's super offensive? And I was like, Sunflower. So, like, for some reason, it's been the year of Sunflower, but I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I wonder if anyone went and looked at that because it's pretty awesome. I don't know. Uh, those so the episodes, just so everyone's aware, is um, we had one about straight furries, life skills, tars, and then multi generation furries. You know, the, the multi gen one was really fun because I had thought about that one for a long time, and then Anya and I had never been together, like I said in the episode, till right then and then it was like okay we could do it do it now do it now i wish that her mom had come on still i kind of feel like if we ever do that episode again we need to have her mom show up because we need the other half of that story yeah 
didn't we invite her mom to be there and she wasn't able to make it or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, they they weren't they weren't able to to make it work, but I guess that's why we have revisits, right? Yep. Are there Definitely. I'm curious, Simone, are there multi-generation furries in China yet? Mm, I don't know. My mom helped me about uh with my fursuit, but I don't I don't think she just became a furry. If I have children one day, I'm probably will try to make them a furry. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. You know, I think that it's adorable when you go to a convention and there's this little kid around walking around in a fursuit. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, just uh, that's adorable. During the convention I went to, there were some parents uh, who was the handler of their child. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. Um, I also enjoyed, um, in the life skills episode, I enjoyed the um, when you guys were talking about resumes. And I think it's a really important, like, everybody needs to have a resume. And it's important to, you know, keep things updated. But also, I think what happens is people are like, here's my life's work. And I'm going to put everything that I've ever done, including like I was student of the month in school, you know, <laughs> like stupid things like that. Like people don't want to know that you were student of the month in high school, like unless that's the only thing that you can be like super proud of. Like, <laughs> yeah, like there's other things that I'm sure that you you should have. So I thought I thought your guys' advice as far as like yeah, the amount that, that you should have. What? You skipped that episode, didn't you? No, no, you didn't. You were there. No, I was there. Yeah, I was you, there. You were anal. That's right. Sorry. Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the drum roll, please. Yes, yes. I uh, like being anal. <laughs> I know. I need to put that on the new soundboard. Um, all right. Are we guys ready for the next set? Sure. Okay, so our next set is Gratitude Inflation. Uh, we have a Lost episode in there. And then we have Video Games 5. So here we go. Awesome. A blockbuster favorite moment starts now. It's actually more of a sub um, niche of the greater thing that's called expansion because that's there's a lot of that um and that kind of uh entails things like everything from inflation to weight gain um to just like fat furries that's a big thing in expansion there's even like muscle growth as that's sort of a sub part of expansion and like pregnancy and mpreg and <laughs> Tide pods are all the rage right now. Oh I Fuck those I love that this meme is a meme. I just why why do you love it so much? I don't so understand it. Dumb. <laughs> and uh, generally picking up gifts because it's hard to fly and take gifts with you. So oh, how's that that last minute shopping? Um, it's not bad. I mean, you just order it online. To like pick up and then just oh, pick it up. Oh, okay. So you ordered online and then you're just picking yeah, it up yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Well, knowing I the thought you were and... like battling the, the mall. I went to the mall yesterday. That was that was like ridiculous. 
Oh, wow. So. No, no more for me. I don't know why you would take issue with it. I mean, well, it's well, free promotion. It's promotion when it's a slice. It's not promotion when it's the whole game. Like, hey, let's play from but start But it's not the whole game. Finish. Well, that's not what a let's play is, though. It's not like I'm just going to play a little bit. It's a play through the game. Right. So, but you, isn't, isn't, you, isn't the value of a video game experiencing the game? Right. But here, here's the thing. You yourself just complained that you don't have time for video games. Sure. I don't have time to watch the guy play it either, though. See, and I do, because I've got two screens and that's going on Why I no! am doing what I need to do. <laughs> I'm, look, if I'm on my computer gaming and I'm laying down roads in City Skylines, I ain't got time to look over at YouTube. I'm being you. mayor. <laughs> you can pause it. <laughs> no, because if your mouse goes to the other window, it just moves and scrolls forever. Yeah, tell us about these Tide Why do you think they're so great? Why do you think that... Because it's became this meme and exploded because the internet gets bored the, also it's because it's so dumb like okay so what what i saw was that this kind of kicked up around the time nbc news put out a report saying adults in parentheses with dementia uh, more of them had died than kids from eating tide pods and then i realized we're eating tide pods how dumb is this you know because teenagers were eating Tide Pods. I did research into it. It's just so... It's the best case of preventable dumb. Like, it's not hard to not eat a Tide Pod. In fact, I'm doing that right now. I'm not eating a Tide Pod. See how easy it is? <laughs> so, how does popping play into this? Like, how does it play into it for you personally? Do you like being popped or not? And then, how do you see it played out among, you know, on average with your friends? I, uh, I do, actually. Um, which is interesting because I used to hate it because <laughs> um, it sounds like murdering up, in a way you know pop oh you're gone it, yeah it's uh it's kind of up to the the person that's enjoying it um you know how they want to inter interpret it you know there's a lot of people and friends that i have that are in this uh community that are into the whole you know deflating and flying around the room that you uh Gave us a nice uh, audio demonstration of earlier. <laughs> um, I just feel like some special group. That sounds like some kind of bad good. foie gras. <laughs> my tumor is my cutie mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a growth on. <laughs> That's just a moment. Your point is valid. Sure. It's just, it, it's it's one of those, it's like lost in the pool that that is Let's Play. Because... A lot of people like it for the entertainment of the person playing, but at the same time, like I stream a lot of stuff yeah. and a lot of people come in because they like, like the group I play with or just me doing something and screaming. Okay. Okay. I and I can get that. It's like why people watch Rooster Teeth game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. And, and, and so like there, there is something behind it, but from a business standpoint, it's gotten to the point where they just look at it as free advertising because people are still going to buy the game. They go, wow, that was fun. But if you're not going to buy it, at least this is a way for someone to go, oh, hey, yeah, I totally wasn't going to buy that. But at the same time, I still get where you're coming from because a lot of people will send out a demo and say, please play my demo. <laughs> He's looking at porn. <laughs> that does porn? not surprise me at all. You should share. What else do you do on your phone when you're sitting around? Just look at porn. That's, yeah, that's what, what you do. What else do you do when you're in the bathroom well, on your phone? Yeah. Now that, Mario Run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Go. You can't do Pokemon Go in the bathroom because you're not going anywhere. Well, <laughs> well you, you are going everywhere. <laughs> Hopefully in the toilet. Just in another way. 
It's dumb. Don't eat Tide Pods. This is <laughs> this is the stupidest thing ever. But well, that's what makes a great meme is because it's so dumb. It's Darwinism at its I, best. I think that's what it is. Is my Schadenfreude? Like I'm getting a big boner from it. When normal furs they're into inflation. There's also like a extremely messy and violent <laughs> side of popping, which you can imagine <laughs> in like a horror film. Um, but you know they they might be into that too. So, oh man, are you guys ready for that? That, that last Saiyan? one has a lingering. It's starting to get to me. Hmm. Carolina yeah. Reaper will do that. Like it's fine at the very beginning, but then it's like it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. Okay, so the last one, which is. Are you gonna tap? Oh, I tapped. You I tapped. tapped. I'm oh, so done. One, one is down. Eleven of ten. Very. This is terrified trash panda coffee. It says coffee, sugar, water, blonde chocolate, dark chocolate, Trinidad scorpion pepper, more Carolina Reaper. Oh, thank God. See? I wanted more Carolina Reaper and vanilla extract. That's it. Other than the peppers, that sounds delicious. Like a dessert. Did your family support you when you came out and said, hey, I identify more as a woman than a guy? Did they did they support you? And I think that your family did. Your family was still there for you. I know your family. Um, I'm probably speaking way too much because I, I know you. <laughs> um, uh, you know, if you went out and said, I'm a furry, I think that they would accept it and they would be fine with it. Why, why can't we have like a cookie meme, like like a cookie meme, or like let's be nice to each other meme, or like do something good to your neighbor because meme, pe- because, like something else like that instead are of like let's put chemicals in our mouth and die meme, like. <laughs> Exactly. It's going to be a fox meme. It's going to call, be called the finish thought... meme, and we're going to have the um, the laundry, not laundry, the dish soap. Stuff. Oh, cascade pods. Well, see, the thing is, is you have Tide Pods for the main entree, then you can put sprinkles on it, which are the unstoppables, and then your napkin is a thing of bounce. And then when you're all done and you have a mess all over your clothes, you throw them into the wash with some fruit gushers, and you're good. <laughs> That's all you really do admit on the air. Bowser is great. Yes, he's he's an a okay guy. Do you have sexual thoughts about Bowser? I mean, who doesn't? Or, I'm sorry. Should we call him Koopa to make you feel more comfortable? No, call him Bowser. Does dude. it does it does it get smaller? Was it Koopa instead of Bowser? I, I don't know if we can tell a difference. Question. <laughs> terrible question. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. I've seen um, parents who have made their kids like ears and tails and stuff based off of a combination of their personas but uh most of the time when i've seen that the kids are like super young so they don't really even understand what's going on at that point i think it's adorable it is super cute though (laughs) we we had a one-year celebration at this coffee shop that used to call be called coffee connection and now it's called watchtower um, Watchtower. Watchtower, yeah. So um, they had like this one year celebration, stuff like that. And um, there's this guy that was there that was like, hey, Sammy, I haven't seen you in such a long time. Wow. I'm... Well, it's not a... <laughs> I mean, I mean I... you say it like a bad thing, Sammy. No. Cool, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Time out, time out. I don't get it. Did they think you were Sammy? Yes. <laughs> 
There's nothing bad about that. I mean, she, he's amazing. You know, he's a great guy. But me and Sammy have this thing now. We're like, we're just twins. We're just twins. And whenever, except, and whenever except... we do something with each other, it's like doing something with. The biggest difference is Sammy has a beard. Yeah, I know. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> you know this is. Rest in peace, Tugs, 2018. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> I really thought you were Sammy. <laughs> okay, breathe. <laughs> so we we've just canceled. Tide Pods, why? I still don't understand. <laughs> you know, I only have one left in my house right now. Are you are you saving it for when it's like I need a snack? This is the end of life. <laughs> no, okay. So the so the Tide Pod fat is over, right? I think we all agree on that, right? Uh, yeah. No, I am so glad that it's over. I it was last it. year's meme. It's done. It's over. I I like that Simone is just laughing behind us. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I I have found what the new challenge is, and this one I I think is is dumber than the Tide Pod one, which is apparently now there's the hot water challenge. What's the hot water challenge? I've never heard of it. Yourself. Oh, is that like the ice bucket challenge, but the reverse? Boiling water, let me, yeah! Let me, let me save everyone the hassle, okay? When I was a kid, I was helping set the table, and as, you know, kids move kind of excitedly, and my dad was carrying a pot of boiling soup to the table because it was time to eat. I hit the pot of soup, and it ran down all of my left arm and my back. It doesn't feel good. Don't do it. It took like two months for my skin to heal, and I had blisters the size of baseballs. You don't want it. <laughs> do not do the hot so, water challenge. So there was another meme that was on the news. Um, basically, this rap, this comedian guy. I don't remember what his name is. We'll just call him Swaggy. I don't know. Yes, I've been watching Big Brother, so there we go. Um, you won't, you guys won't understand, but somebody out there will understand what I mean. But anyways, we'll call him Swaggy. So this Swaggy dude is, um, you know, doing this dance. And he's released it, and basically it's like the swaggy challenge type thing. And um, people are trying to dance the same exact way as him. And they have been trying to up his particular dance. And what they've been doing is they have been jumping out of their car while it's recording. So you see them outside of the car door, and the car is moving. And they're doing the dance as the car is moving, there has been people that have been ran over by their own car. <laughs> Wait, and have died Wait. because of this oh, stupid meme. People do this. Driver is jumping out. Yeah. Wait, your people do this? Sometimes they do. 
Why? <laughs> because it's silly. <laughs> I thought that the passenger was driving out. The driver is getting out? Yeah. I, I've seen that, those yeah. videos. What the hell? Uh, Rue, stop looking at dumb memes. No, this was on the news. I was watching the news, hearing about what Donald Trump has done for the day, and and that came on. Wow! Holy <laughs> shit! Okay, we need to so stop being stupid, people. I need to backtrack and figure out why someone's laughing behind us. What were you laughing at? Uh, I don't know. Just the Tide Pauls meme was so funny and. About uh, several weeks, there were furries eating Tide Pulse video all over YouTube. And as I'm doing some cross-posting, I cross-posted some of them to China. And then all of the Tide Pulse video got deleted by YouTube. So they asked me, if you have those Tide Pulse videos, can you post them on somewhere like Google Drive and we want them? <laughs> They do have Tide Pods so in you, China, right? Uh, we have Tide Pods in China. Uh, one day I was walking in Walmart and said, Oh, what's that? That's Tide Pods. That, that's what's, that's all, all around YouTube. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not buying any. <laughs> I, I, okay, legitimately, I do actually like Tide Pods not to eat, but to use in the washing machine. Like, it makes it so much better than that stupid scoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just huck one in there and you're done. Forget everything else. It's nice. Are there? I just, I have a front loader, so I'm just like, let's just put the liquid in. Do, 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 do. Yes, that's that's what I do. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. We had the dark bunny sauces. Those sauces were so good. They are amazing. You guys should go buy them. Dark Bunny Studios. Like, seriously, like, go get some. It is delicious dark bunny they're amazing except the coffee one i really didn't like that i love the coffee one i'm like salivating i know everybody loves that coffee one but i don't you know that was great because i was visiting salt lake for christmas time and i we just happened to all be in the same room so it made things really convenient it was nice it was was, was good amazing but goddamn that carolina reaper is hot my favorite is that barbecue like i love barbecue sauce and like a spicy barbecue the only thing Perfect. I think that's hotter, and I just can't stand it, is when I go to like Panda Express or the grocery store, and I get what they call Chinese food, even though it's not Chinese food. Um, and then there's those shitty little red peppers in there that, like, I don't know what they're made of. They're probably like made with tears of tears of Satan's anus. And like, I eat that shitty little red pepper, and I'm like, ah! like, okay. So I have a, I have a. S- I have an amazing story for you. So when I was out in lovely Australia, um, I was with, uh, um, let's see, I don't remember his ethnic background. Anyways, I was with, uh, um, with my L, my companion. Um, anyways, he absolutely loved those peppers that you're talking about. And in fact, what they would do is they would take those peppers and they would put it in like soy sauce or something like that. And so it would like ferment it and give it that, give it like an extra taste. It also helps preserve them. So he had like a can of these, um, these peppers. And I was like, Oh, I'll try one. And I tried one. It was the hottest thing in the whole entire world. It was, it was, um, 
yeah, it was pretty bad. But anyways, I ended up, um, you know, washing my hands. I went to bed and, um, you know, I woke up the next day. It's like, okay, all right. Now it's ready. I'm ready to get my, you know, get going, you know, to go, you know, preach the gospel and do missionary stuff. And I go into the bathroom and I, um, I put my contacts in. And all of a sudden, I was feeling like my eyes were just falling out of my head. Like, they were just on fire and burning. And I'm like, what is going on? I don't get what's going on. And I, I like, took my, took my contacts out. And I was like, what? I don't get it. I washed my hands again. I put them back in. And they were just still super burning. And I just... I finally just took them out and put my glasses on and I was I finally figured out I was like oh my oh, for some reason my fingers taste like peppers oh that might be the reason I'm, I'm anyways I'm glad your eyes survived do they so tell us Simone what is the state of hot sauce in China I know that you have like all kinds of sauces there for your food but like you don't have like salsa and stuff do you or has that made it over uh. We do have some kind of hot sauce, but it's not the same as uh, McDonald's provides. Uh, in Sichuan or Chengdu, there are the parts people, everyone, everyone eat hot things, spicy things. And when they tell you, this is only a little, there's only a little peppers in it. And don't try it. Don't try it. I won't try any of them. <laughs> and... If you got uh, something spicy on your ha- hand, I suggest you to use all your milk to clean it. Yeah, oil they're oily, milk. so they... I've never them. heard that yeah. before. They don't dissolve in water. So did you have any favorite moments, Simone, about uh, all those little clips you just heard? Did anything come back to your memories and fill you with joy? Oh, that... For inflation episode did open my mind. I didn't know there was a thing as furry inflation. And after that episode, a friend told me that, oh, you know, one of my fetishes is furry inflation. I was like, oh, so do you want to be inflated like physically in real life? He was like, maybe. I, <laughs> I'll say, uh, may I help you or <laughs> someday? She was like, oh, I'm so glad to say that. Several weeks later, the Ricky Ralph trailer came out and they popped a bunny. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, when I saw that, I was like, oh, the inflation yeah. for each just came. I think came. that bunny was all over E621. <laughs> about that trailer thanks for the reminders <laughs> well something that i want to be rem- reminded about is bowser porn let me tell you bowser is hot i was not there during that episode man i would have had a lot of things to say the, about the secret bowser. about that is there's a secret to that is that he can be my daddy any is, day sorry no no <laughs> he's always been hot for bowser like it's just been a thing and so like i like to remind him of that fact from time to time and that was just the time since i've known him when i was 16 that's he's always had a thing for bowser so there you go backstory you didn't know so one of my one of my uh that i thought was hilarious is the 
the Rue is Sammy and your reaction tugs of how hard you were laughing <laughs> about that particular situation that people are confusing me for Sammy. I <laughs> loved that. I forgot about that till I was cutting the clips up. And then I was like, oh, right. My whole world fell apart. <laughs> oh, uh, that was that was awesome all right i think it's time for our first break we have i believe regular space news uh later on this episode see this is where we're going to keep you listening we have some lost moments and outtakes so we will see you on the other side bye Hailing frequencies open. Smokescale Aquatus here with another round of news for you. As of Wednesday, August 1st, here are your space headlines. It's season finale time. A lot's happened since the last proper space news, so let's do another lightning round. ISRO, the Indian Space Agency, conducted an abort test of their new prototype crew capsule. A Russian Progress resupply cargo freighter made the fastest ever trip to the ISS. China launched two satellites for Pakistan on board their Long March 2C. Then, they launched a navigation satellite to add to China's GPS constellation on top of their Long March 3A. NASA's Kepler telescope is nearing the end of its mission as it loses its ability to hold attitude. The Cygnus cargo resupply freighter successfully tested its ability to reboost the ISS, something that's usually only done by the Zvezda service module. Two historic launch towers at Cape Canaveral Air Force Base were demolished to make way for the new launch complexes meant to service new rockets coming online soon. SpaceX sends their first flight-ready test article of the Crew Dragon capsule to Florida ahead of the uncrewed test flight scheduled later this year. Lockheed Martin selects a test site in northern Scotland for polar orbiting payloads. With the Ariane 5 being retired soon, the Ariane 6 will be coming online to replace it, and to that effect, Europe has recently successfully tested the world's most powerful single-segment solid rocket booster in operation today. Blue Origin successfully conducted a high-altitude test of the crew escape motor on their new Shepard rocket and capsule. DARPA's planned reusable space plane sees a hopeful future after a successful rapid-fire engine test. NASA's Parker Solar Probe is nearing its launch date, set for August 6th, and will be the first human-made object to actually touch the sun. A collection of weather monitoring and technical demonstration CubeSats were deployed into orbit by the recent Cygnus cargo ship after it departed the station. SpaceX successfully delivered the heaviest ever communication satellite into orbit and successfully recovered the Block 5 booster that sent it. Then, only two days later, they launched 10 more Iridium satellites from the west coast and recovered that Block 5 booster as well. However, Mr. Stephen failed to catch the fairing even with a bigger net due to highly unfavorable conditions at sea. The final flight of the Ariane 5 successfully added four more satellites to Europe's Galileo navigation constellation around the same time that SpaceX was launching for Iridium. Virgin Galactic successfully conducts a third powered test flight of their Spaceship 2, the VSS Unity, and flew higher than any previous test. TESS, the Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, has officially begun its two-year science mission to hunt for exoplanets. China launched two more navigation satellites on top of their Long March 3B, then they launched an Earth-observing satellite on a Long March 4B, making them the most frequent launcher in the world so far this year. Boeing delays the test flight of their crew capsule, the CST-100 Starliner, after an issue with their abort engine. And NASA has agreed to loosen up the regulations and constraints on the commercial crew vehicles after being told they need to be more reasonable by Congress, given that the regulations would have canceled Shuttle and Apollo. Wow, that was a lot. 
That's all for this round and this season. Stay tuned for the next season of For What It's Worth for more. Don't be afraid to send in questions about space. I might be able to answer them. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying keep looking up, space fans. Hey, this is Dusky. And Mafalme Lion. And we are live at AC right outside the dealer's den. And you are listening to For, For What, what it's, it's Worth. We've mentioned it before, and soon it becomes reality. That's right, for what it's worth is giving away a Nintendo Switch console, along with eShop keys for Splatoon 2 and the Octo expansion. You do not need to live in the US and Canada to be eligible. Wait. Wait a second, how can you live in both the US and Canada? That's a question for Tugs, as he's the one who's written this announcement. Anyway, on with the show. Contest just needs to be legal where you live. Are you a proud owner of a Switch, Splatoon 2, and the Octo expansion? Don't worry, we'll convert your prize winnings into eShop credits for your region! How cool is that? Details on how to win will be provided soon, but we'll give you this teaser. If you've written in during this season, you're already entered. For what it's worth, top and bottom giveaway. Details coming soon to forwhatitsworth.com. Not affiliated with or endorsed by Nintendo. Prize is not coming from Patreon funds. This does not mean we will be getting naked either. The best part of waking up is foxes in your butt. All right, so we are now back. Foxes. I don't know. I couldn't I'm think gonna, of anything I'm, I'm else. Foxes. Oh my god. <laughs> well, no, they just need to be in your butt, and then you're okay. So, if you're just joining us, which I don't know why you like all of a sudden clicked maybe ahead. The maybe they picked up like their next Uber passenger. You know, Hello, maybe. Uber hi, Uber passenger. If you just barely joined us, hi. We're going to be talking about, um plastic bags and how what? much the plastic bags are just polluting okay now they shut it off okay now the real reason we're, we're here is we're actually trying to um to recap our seasons so we have some pretty naughty stuff so if you're at work and you need to like turn it down this would be the time to do so or turn it up but first before we do the naughty stuff we're going to take a moment to Go to one of our more serious episodes. Every every season we have an episode that's kind of like heavy and deep. But the thing about it is furry is more than just sunshine and rainbows. There's real parts with real people. And sometimes bad shit happens, right? So, so this is that moment where we're going to just take our recap to the heavy one. Heavy moments. Heavy one. Does that sound right, Rue? And then um, we'll get to back to the fun stuff. So are you guys ready for the heavy one? Yes. Okay. 
Um, well, I was the youngest born of three, and my mom, she she lived with me and my boyfriend at the time. Um, uh, we we still spent a lot of time together. We went to casinos. We had dinner and breakfast together. We were we were pretty close. We we would go to Anaheim and yeah, this was in a forty-five-ish zone. He was, they say he was street racing. My obviously my car went completely berserk. It started spinning and I got T-boned on the driver's side because I was driving and um, I pretty much got trapped inside of the car. In fact, there was only a couple of inches from metal basically entering my stomach. I said, mom, are you all right? And she said, my chest hurts. And then I don't know why I said this, but I said, why is something trying to keep me from going to college? It, the pain was excruciating. And I looked up the doctor and I asked him two questions. I said, am I gonna walk again? And how is my mother? Have you been able to go visit the, the site? I, I was thinking about doing it um, over when I went to uh, further confusion, but I decided that I wasn't ready for it yet. It's it's. It should be noted that that personas have this this social facet to them. They they don't just involve the individual furry, but they stand as sort of a beacon or an icon um, to other furries. That hey, this is some content that's in the fandom, and if it's a particularly well known persona, a particularly likable persona, a very unique persona, something that makes it uh, that draws the attention to it, um, it can certainly influence the fandom in a positive manner. And we got to the very top, and the whole thing, you know, starts doing the whole Twilight Zone thing. And I knew the exact moment that we were going to drop, and so I just kind of looked at my mom and I said, Going down. And then it dropped. And holy hell, <laughs> she screamed like a banshee. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I was having a great time, but I, she was flipping her shit, and I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> and then after we got out of the ride, she started chasing after me and tried to hit me. That was like a really sad episode. <laughs> that was an intense episode. That was... That was our first, uh, not our first, but it was one of our Radio Lab style episodes. And I, I have an update once we finish reminiscing here. Um, I have to say that that was probably the the best episode of the season. I I have to admit because I I just I don't know I'm the type of person I'm, I have a lot of heart and those um, stories are what really um, I, I they matter to me a lot. I know we talk about a lot about sex things and naughty things, but I mean, really it's these episodes that, um, that these episodes are the ones that truly matter, at least to me. So what did you think, Simone? Mm, I don't have too much experience of this. Uh, but, uh, so I don't know, uh, what to say, but when we look at it in another way, 
when you really feel sad when someone just passed away and you feel so horrible about that, it's kind of a reminder that how close you were when they were alive. So I actually have a question for you. I've been listening to a little bit of This American Life, and um, one of the things that they, um, that some uh, countries, I mean, do is they don't necessarily, like, for instance, let's say that your mom got diagnosed with cancer or a family member got diagnosed with cancer. There are some times that they don't tell them that they're actually dying of cancer in order to be able to keep them because they, they strongly believe in the the um, power of, you know, yeah, the placebo effect. Like if you tell somebody that they're going to die, then the statistics are is that they are going to, you know, I mean, they, they die. But sometimes if you just kind of go on and, you know, live a happy life, sometimes that keeps the individual alive. I don't know. Uh, it's something that they brought up in this American life. Like, but um, I don't know. How does your, um, how does your country deal with, or your culture deal with death? Mm. Uh, if someone was, uh, was uh, diagnosed with cancer or something, their family can have the truth from the patient. And that might mm-hmm. keep them alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that's that's the difference. Um, like here in, Amer- in America, they talk a lot. I mean, basically, it's the right for the patient to know. Like the doctor goes in and talks to the patient. But in, um, in China, they go to the family members. Yeah. Is that correct? From what I've heard, yeah, they tell the truth to their family members and they can choose better to tell the patients the truth. That's correct. That's, a, that's an interesting way of doing things. I'd never thought of that. That's kind of mean to the family though. Yeah. Well, it's up to the family to tell them. Yeah. Sometimes the patients just don't believe they have cancer and leave on. Mm, that's true. I, I So I said I have an update on this one and I do. Um, so Patch has uh wrapped up that immediate chapter for lack of a better term of his life the person who ended up t-boning them is in jail and uh, nice has been put away yep um i don't if if i remember correctly that person ran right yeah yeah they tried to but but it doesn't they got him i mean it was way too much uh, and so I don't want to, I mean, a lot of this is very personal, so I don't want to, you know, betray his confidence, but yeah, the guy is in jail, um, and Patch is now, you know, moving on with his life and starting the next chapter and he seems to be doing pretty well. So I hope he continues on a positive path from this dark place. And yeah, that's all do you know if say. they were able to like get any, anything, any financial help from the situ- situation? I can't say. Okay, that I mean that's fine. Yep. As long as I mean, is he taken care of? That's all that I care about. Yeah, he'll, he's going to be able to finish school, no problem. Okay, good. Yep. Uh, you know, it's funny. I I didn't know, and I don't even think I asked you, Rue. But like, what did you think of the music choice for that episode? I very much drew from Majora's Mask because that's weird. Like, there's like I think four games that have actually brought me to tears, and Majora's Mask is one of them especially uh, the first time and it's it's almost been 20 years guys so here comes the majora's mask spoiler Ooh. 
which is that there's a scene where um, the the corrupted uh, magic in the land took a father and like basically he turned into like this mummy or uh, something like that. And his daughter was keeping him in a closet, mm-hmm. hoping that he'd get better and you show up and you heal him. And then they have like this super crazy reunion and that that song, the song of healing is playing. Uh, but like, it, I don't know, the music just seemed oddly fitting. But what did you think? Simone. Oh, the music was nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I've played the Majora's Mask. I think my issue is, is that I, I like it, Tugs. Um, I just, what happens is because I've played the game. I'm more thinking of the music versus the story itself that's, that's going on. Because hey, so it's here. to me, it's it's nice and it's good ambient music, but it's a little distracting towards right. the the subject itself. I think I get what you mean. Sometimes it's hard to like separate the source content from the music. Like I've, that's why it's an interesting experiment to do sometimes. If know? I didn't play the game, it you know it it would be a perfect fit. Yep. Okay. All right, well, let's let's shift gears. Let's get out of out of serious mode. I'm glad uh, that Patch is doing better. And now let's talk about the exact opposite side of the spectrum. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, batteries. We're going to talk about batteries now. And how to insert them. Where are you putting your... Ba- Do you know there are B batteries, by the way? There really are B batteries. What's B batteries? It's just, it's just a size. What is it? I didn't know that. I don't, I don't, there's A, double A, triple A, quad A, B, C, D, E, oh. and then car. Yeah, I know. it's We're weird. Uh, but enough about batteries. Let's talk about something naughty. You guys ready for the naughty ones? Yes, let's go into the hole. <laughs> Here we go. Jump right in. Thinking about hole. Uh, what's another word for throb? No, no, then I can't share the story. Just tell us the damn story. So I ended up getting the package, and the package actually said um, silicone cookware <laughs> in the description. It said silicone cookware for what? From China. I I, I don't know why. I bought it from Amazon, and it went... It said in the description that it was silicone cookware. It's cookware for your butt. (laughs) No, it's not for your butt, but still. (laughs) You ordered... You ordered attachments for the magic wand, and it said silicone cookware? (laughs) Yes, and it came from China. (laughs) Now we're cooking with heat. Whoa. Well, I... I, I, I can't. Well, I think they can't ship certain things uh, unless it's labeled as cookware. Because if you order like shurikens or something like that, it has to be shipped as an, as a kitchen knife. Or again, domination. Many of my pets enjoy this aspect. Some of my slaves, and of course, most of which are being into devoured, stuffed in my sheath or shaft, sat on, forced in my rear, or other orifice on my body, or even stuck underneath me to smell musk, or even just be dominated in any way, shape, or form. I mean, heck, sometimes I feel like sitting on him and feel the seat because I like squirming things. But more on to the gentler side. I've always enjoyed being the one uh, helping others, an aspect of support 
being the main carry or guardian. So I grab him by the hand and I'm um, walking him across the dungeon into the water sports area and he stops and uh, he looks at me and he says, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, uh, okay. He's like, uh, I'm a trans man. And I said, okay. And then tucked him the rest of the way into the <laughs> where the water sports area was and proceeded to have fun with him um, because he was a hot boy. Um, yes, actually, it's quite common for people uh, who are asexual to end up having uh, sexual relations with their significant other, uh, if only because their significant other is uh, straight or gay or what have you, or because, you know, it might be a special occasion and they might want to do it, because technically all the biology still works, uh, and, you know, it's it's a possibility. But no, I, I think Honey, I Shrunk, um, that particular... Um, that series was that definitely... Series. Like and it was it, right there. It goes with micro and macro right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, question: Do you have a shrink ray? No. Is that how? How do you get small? Like, is your character just small, or is so? Yeah. No, my character is just small, and I expend the energy to get big so that I can interact with you people without getting step. But when it comes to like actual role play, there's almost always a growth or shrinking aspect, and it usually comes through magic, science. Or I guess technically pills are science too. So it usually comes through magic or science in the form of spells, pills, or ray guns. Uh, a lot of the times you kind of feel as though you're going to be forced to participate in this thing you don't like to fit in with the norm. And that, it, you know, that's one of the main hurdles of being asexual is trying to find the box you fit into and society not really providing you with that box. The interesting thing is that afterwards some men came up to me and said, I can't believe that you, um, actually, after I pissed on him, I threw him in the sling and I fucked him. And the men came up, were coming up to me saying, I can't believe you fucked that girl. And I'm like, what girl? Like, I didn't fuck a girl, I fucked a hot boy. Yeah, but he's not really a boy. Trust me. I don't fuck girls. I am 100% gay. I fucked a boy. And we are a men's only party. He is a boy. And there are no girls here. How do you know if you haven't tried it? Like, I would always love to ask that. Oh, hey, you're a straight person. How do you know you don't like the D if you haven't tried it? (laughs) Wait, though. Why are you ordering random attachments from Nobody Inc. in China? Like, why not go to a reputable place? A reputable sex place. I have, but the, okay, so the attachment that I'm looking for, man, like, I think that in America, all the sex toys are made for people that have, like, the greatest, biggest dong in the whole entire world. That's not true. (laughs) And, um, all these attachments are just so huge, and for the magic wand itself. And so I was trying to find a smaller version, or, you know, a normal size version, and, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, of, and of course I had to go to the world of smaller dicks so there you go so you were looking for one that's made for foxes not horses yes exactly <laughs> don't do oh you did it oh no it's like 18 people just came <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh the terror See, here's the, here, here's why I'm like a little bit hesitant to answer is because my brother listens to this show and I know he's going <laughs> to listen to this and I know he's not going to care. 
Um, Montags, just be open. Uh, well, I know, no, he's the one. Look, look, you're choosing to listen to this man. You can turn this off at any time. This is probably your time. That's just for him, though. Everyone else, stay. Um, <laughs> when did Yay. you wake up in the morning and realize I'm asexual? It's not like he did well, that in the morning. How do you know he did that in the morning? <laughs> well, I'm asexual, so I don't do anything in the morning. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey We do an orienta- we do orientation at our play parties, and one of the things we talk about is, you know, not being a dick. So that means, um, you know, you maintain consent, you don't touch people or try to particularly... Um, do kinky hitting people kinds of things without using your words. Um, you know, a wink will do for a blowjob in the gay community. But uh, the flip side of that is um, that when people ask you or use their words, you know, don't be a dick. Say yes, say no, say maybe. Uh, so often if someone... And some people ask randomly, oh, hey, have you ever had sex? Sometimes I'll just say yes, because saying no leads to such a anxiety-riddled, judgmental conversation. Ooh, 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 can I ask the next question that they ask you? Let's see. The next question that they would ask you is like, how do you know if you haven't tried? Yes, that is the next question. (laughs) (laughs) That is always... No, there's that, there's... Uh, Tugs' question, your question, and then the uh, the masturbation question, which always come up. Um, but that well, question... Do you, I, do, do you not masturbate? Do you not get morning wood? Uh, not really. You are a millennial, you douche. <laughs> that was... <laughs> I'm funny. That was Sometimes a, that was a good happens. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Shove it right in there. With people like running and screaming, out yeah, and falling from the bus. I see it all the time. It's, <laughs> it is, you know, pun completely intended. The dominant aspect of the fetish. Anything in particular that you want to leave the audience with? Yes. So if you are a hot young furry that's really kinky and down to play with a dirty daddy, hit <laughs> <pick> me up. <laughs> It's like, look, we're supposed to be fighting the giants, not fucking the giants. Besides, they're made of stone. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's not the kind of rock hard I'm into. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> and that is how, for what it's worth, is naughty. I hope you guys get that joke. You do you get the naughty, the deep naughty joke, Rue? Um, I know that the joke is naughty, like as in a K N O T. If that's what you're going for, oh, it's a Courage the Cowardly Dog reference. I didn't get that. Uh, if okay. somebody got that, please send us a message because I I think that the only person that that got that was you, Tux. No, <laughs> I got that. I'm joking. Really I'm joking. <laughs> You got it? Yeah, and not even the K. I'm the only one that's found. <laughs> so, See, so, you got it with the naughty with the K. <laughs> so did you enjoy the backing music for our naughty segment? Oh my goodness, Tugs. That was the number one. Like, I can't believe you had op- opera music as people are talking about how I just did it to a trans man. Like, <laughs> that's... It's not opera. It's just a choir. 
I can just see like somebody, you know, in a sling, you know, somebody going at it on on somebody, and then there's a choir behind them singing like. <laughs> Uh, tugs. <laughs> it makes it classy. <laughs> uh, it's the high notes when they're climaxing. Is that what it is, Tugs? I don't know. Okay, so here I have to. I've had this challenge as the audio producer for the show, which is okay. Goodbye. Um, uh, notes. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop laughing. No. <laughs> Okay, there we go. <laughs> no, I've had this challenge where, like, sometimes I need music, music that's like, oh, like for like religious, like, like, like what on things. the toilet? Like, when do you need that? <laughs> well, like, I originally wanted it for when we worship our Patreon sponsors, uh, which we need to do, by the way. But um, yeah, I just it just never worked out that I found something that w- would fit until now. Okay, all right, Tugs, what? play that soundtrack. And let's do our patron worship. Wait, we got to finish talking about naughty stuff first. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Did you, what happened with the cookware for your butt? Oh, it was pretty cheap. I mean, honestly, it, when I got it, it didn't really fit on it. It fit one of like the mini ones, like the small, tiny ones. So I had to stretch it over it. And eventually it kind of, I mean, I still have it and, you know, it's okay. It's just, it's not the, I don't know. <laughs> it it works, but at the same time, it's kind of weird, but it works. Okay. okay. It's uh, not, it's not necessarily for me, honestly. So, so I'm, I'm curious about the macro micro episode. Is there, are there a lot of macro and micros in China, Simone? Not so many. I only know one macro and he's not a Chinese bandit tiger. Hmm. Oh man, you know I'm curious. So, the the panda is viewed outside of China as like the animal ambassador of China, right? Like I know that the U.S. Yeah. Uh, borrows pandas from China. I'm not I'm not super into the national zoo, so I don't know the whole background on it. But like, are there more panda furries, or is it seen kind of like a no no? I personally have never met a panda furry in China. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> It's it's almost like saying uh, all the people from Australia there has to be tons of kangaroo furries. Like no, honestly in Australia they treat kangaroos like we treat rats here. Like no, but uh, like they on still their cars but they still got zoo furs and famous ones but I've never met a panda furry in China. That's weird. Maybe there are but I I I've never seen any. Uh, what else do we have in there? We had the hot boy that, that was, um, I think Kit wrote in and said that that was one of his favorite moments. And there it's, that's, that was a super, I think, validating moment. I, I, I am not in transition, obviously. Um, but neither I, am I tugs, even though everybody asks me at every convention. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My read on it though, is that a lot of people who are transitioning or are gender fluid really appreciated that story. Like it, it hit home with them really, really hard. Well, and and that's how it should be, you know, like that's how they identify and, and that's fine. You know, I mean, 
I'm sorry that I'm putting parallels on this, but you know, you're you and we had him on a long time ago. He's like, I'm a dragon. It's like, okay, you know, if that's what he wants to identify as, then that's what he wants to identify as. I, it's not our responsibility to go around and change like what people are. You know, if if people can like accept, I, I feel like I'm being a hippie here, but if people can just accept other people and just, you know, love and peace and, you know, all those things. But, uh, I don't know. I just, I personally feel like that that's, I, I think that, that it was a great moment and I'm mm-hmm. glad that you replayed it. So. Oh yeah. Um, what else was in there? Um, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, I love the honey. I shrunk the kids. It's definitely like has all the micro and macro factors in it. But I don't get the reason. I I never understood the word blew up. Like it was like honey, I blew up the kids. Like <laughs> that was one of the. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool because it was Vegas. But you're right. Like did the baby explode? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I thought the whole entire time. Like how can they? how can they show this and why is this a kids movie <laughs> like well, like i was thinking like tnt being strapped to like kids and then all of a sudden it's like all right everybody beep but think about think about what it would be like if the word up was missing <laughs> you're terrible you are terrible <laughs> you Some pedophiler crazy naughty episodes ah <sighs> All right, I'm not even going to respond to that, and I'm going to move on. So, no, I want what to do you know think? What Simone thinks of naughty episodes? Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 that—that's your official comment. That's your official comment. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I you have to. Yeah, I, I have to I bring think... this up. I. I feel like that we try our very best to try to keep things. Um, we we try to you know have some naughty episodes and we we try to have some some clean episodes. If if we're getting too not safe for work, I mean I know that me and Tugs don't want it just to be about the dick or about the vagina or you know we don't want it to be just about sex the whole entire time. And I make my little sly jokes once in a while and tugs makes his ha 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 but overall we want to make sure that there's like actual content to our episodes and so if you ever feel like that we're getting a little bit too much i mean please feel free to send us a Are you send us a message or whatever and then we'll read it as hate mail yay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so i found out that my brother did listen to that episode um where i was like so my brother listens and and he's like of course I didn't turn it off. I was laughing. I almost crashed. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a strange life and I'm okay with this. Like, he's like, oh yeah, whatever. I know what you're into. It's fine. And then he like grabs his wife's boob and I'm like, what? Like, he doesn't casually grab it. Like, they're kind of, they, they're, they're, they're sweet about it. But like, I know that there's been a moment in his life where he's been like, oh man, I just, I just need to some boob. So like, it's all fair in love and war, except I get to talk about it on the internet and he has to just listen. <laughs> you know you know maybe sometime we should have your brother on tugs no okay let's do the patreon <laughs> thing you guys ready yes yeah okay in 
It is time for us to worship, to worship those who have given us their tithes to make for what it's worth the show it is today. So let us begin. We would like to start by thanking our guest, who is also a Patreon patron. That is not why he is our guest. Thanks, Simone. Oh, yeah. Next, we have Lucar. Then we have Snares. Meteor showers. Those here. Skylos. This is good worship music. Then we have Guardian Lion. <laughs> Dusky. Lokimut. Rifka. Hot Sauce. Artorius. Ichisake. Or just Ichi. Kit. And sitting at the top of the perch, the ruler of the roost and conqueror of all things Doritos Locos, we have Cody. That's right. It's not Dokos. It's Cody. Cody continues to give us money for some strange reason. If you want to donate to For What It's Worth and support our efforts to educate the furry masses and the unwashed masses about furry, go to patreon.com slash fwiw, put in your credit card number, and give us your money today. Are you guys okay? <coughs> You're like a smoker. Every time you laugh really hard, you just start going. <coughs> I know. I know because it tickles my throat when I laugh. And then I cough. <laughs> well, you and Simone are both laughing over there. Oh, my God. Should we use that as our official Patreon music and dump the, the Russians next season? Oh, my gosh. I, I If you did that, I don't know if I could like keep a straight face. Like, seriously. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. oh no! <laughs> oh. Maybe, uh, and then, and then I would have an opportunity. You know how, like la this last season, you didn't have it queued up, and so you had me sing it. Now I'll have to sing the. Oh. <laughs> I almost pulled that. I found it in the clips that I had set aside, and I was like, "Nah, nah." So now you get this. I mean. It's, it's, it's not to like about this. <laughs> okay, okay. I think it's time for our next set of clips. So our next set of clips, if I can find my damn list, is going to be... Oh, oh, oh. Oh. It's going to be Simone's episode. Woo! Episode and some assorted mysteries. Welcome back to this annoying voice telling you more about a fake radio station that doesn't exist on Spoopy Halloween. I'm definitely keeping the mood. Up next. Well, doesn't matter. I screwed it up. So that was. Are you, here's the first burning question. Are you a furry, furry adjacent, or just furry aware? I, I mean, I mean, it's not even a secret at this point that I've been engaged with the community for a long while. Um, there are a couple artists that you just, they don't have a presence outside of FA, so you're going to need an account if you want to watch them. Although they've been better about that. A lot of them now also have Twitter or Tumblr accounts. 
Um, something that I'm curious about, and you, anyone, you want you, anyone can speak up and grab this, um, is the concept of face and reputation. How is that different in China? Oh, that is definitely different. That is like one of the most things that people thrive for, because、uh, in Chinese fandom there are a lot, a shit ton of drama caused by reputations and the face, and also their、uh, positions in the fandom. Like somebody's always trying to lead the fandom rather than just everybody else to. Like form a huge group of people and develop the fandom together.、Uh, I was 14 when I was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome.、Um, for Asperger's syndrome, it's very, very much of a, a passion sort of thing, and it's not something that changes with trends. It's something that that is pervasive and a lot, of, a lot of times for, throughout life. Furries in China is a huge like. Concept because、uh, if you take a closer look at Chinese traditional culture, there are a lot of mysterious creatures like、uh, Eastern dragons and、uh, other sons of dragons, and there are even novels and writings about all the different like、uh, myths about things. Are you tired of hearing questions about Nintendo? I, I, I would. I, because it's I, I figure at this point that's what you're more known for. Like Bedfellows is niche and fun and furry, but like you, Bedfellows, is- you would not believe. Like like okay, so for most of the start of my career, I got used to this conversation. So what do you do, Sean? Oh, I'm a professional voiceover artist. Oh, cool. What would I have heard you in?、Uh, I'm in Dongan Rampa. I don't know what that is. Oh well, I voice.、Uh, do you pl- do you play any Vita games? Nah, I don't. I only have a PS3. Oh okay, well I voice in this game. I don't have that game. I'm also in this. Like literally, no one knew anything that I was in. Oh my god, we、we'll、have so much to talk about this. <laughs> I know, and you've only got like five minutes, but you know, but it, it's it. it's one of those things. So maybe I should ask it this way: Does does the word I can't say?、Um, does that play into why we see such weird copies of intellectual property, or is it something else? I think this this question is very goes deep into the Chinese culture and the. The you know the political status of the China、yeah. government. So this is kind of not natural. That we all know it. Like most of the Chinese people know it. But the reason for the plagiarism and you know copying the you know making shitty copies of every everything else is that we don't have others to like. You know, I can blow my nose now, so it's been a long time since I couldn't do it.、Um, but I remember not being able to do it, and so I wouldn't. I don't know. I just wouldn't blow my nose. So, like, you, I, you... I would try to, and it would just not. It would be wrong. Someone folding their arms,、uh, and that's a that's a thing that there's different culturally. So a cue like someone folding their arms has different meanings.、Um, in the U.S., for instance, it's, it usually means that they're listening. And in Japan, for instance, it means you're not listening because you're bored. Like literally, no one knew anything that I was in. So when Breath of the Wild came out, I was like, "Yeah!" Now when people ask me what I do, I'm gonna be like, "I'm in the new Legend of Zelda game." And I'm telling you, I'm being dead serious right now. Outside of a convention, outside of a convention or the internet, the closest I have gotten to someone I'm talking to in real life, recognizing what I'm in, 
is when I said, Oh, I voice uh, three characters in the newest Legend of Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. And the person replied, Oh, I had a Nintendo! So, yeah, so the Chinese first making and also the furry fandom uh, first suit base is actually most influenced by the Japanese furries, which has uh, very cute eyes and faces and super big eyes and glassy eyes. So, and uh, most of the furry <coughs> tutorials they got is actually from Japan instead of the Americas. I don't actually know anybody in China is doing American tuning styles first. The other, uh, there, there are, there are. Uh, only there a very few of them, like, they are yeah. not uh, studio stuff. So most of the Chinese furries either do realistic or Japanese styles first. <coughs> All I can say is your guys' fursuits over there are just uh, for one thing, the big, the hugest stepping stone from the beginning was being diagnosed uh, and being like, okay, so this is what's going on. Not this other stuff. All of this stuff is now making sense. Uh, we can work with this and do something about it. Uh, the other thing is that there is a stigma against having any sort of diagnosis. So autistic on online is the new retarded, which was the new stupid. You know, you know so it's just another way of, of insulting someone or like this this weird re thing I never understood like I've never I don't know I hate it it drives me crazy uh, as someone actually has autism and doesn't re <laughs> wow so there was probably there was a lot of there was a convention outside of the of the convention itself it sounds like yeah, you, you can basically say that because at that time from what I've heard is that they only let people who pre-regged inside of the con and those who bought the tickets right before the con like outside of the door will not get in because it's too crowded uh, what about this um, this saying that what is it 9 out of 10 furries are gay the rest is a girl I have, Actually, I, have a, I have a better version of it it's called Ten furries, nine are gay, and the other one is on his way. Actually, that's. And now we're back! Yay! And we're going to. No, that that totally sounds like fatigue. Why am I doing that? Because it's huh. on the brain, baby. Am I going it's... to have to cut a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, I know there's only one way that we can figure out which one of us is the real fatigue with the whore off. What are the rules for a whore off? <laughs> That's literally the inspiration for where Teva came from is what if I took Sheen's anger from Bedfellows and I made it an anger out of bitterness instead of rage? Um, and similarly, in Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony, I voice a character known as Monotaro, who's very crazy and wants all these high school kids to die! Um, Monotaro... <laughs> Monotaro is fatigue without the British accent and with a little bit more robot. You don't have Google. <laughs> like, Nor you, Twitter. Yeah, you you laugh, but it's, it's something to think about because so many people, like, I'm on... I have Twitter open right now. Um, I have Google open right now to look at my show notes. And it's something interesting to think, what if Google wasn't there? What if I had to use Baidu all the time? It was there.
Welcome back. <laughs> uh, I I love that that do I got to cut a bitch became a sticker in our sticker pack. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, and then and now we need to have another sticker like let's have a whore off or something like that. <laughs> let's have a whore off. Uh, apparently my my assistant whose name i don't want to say uh oh there we go okay there, apparently alexa thinks whore off is her name <laughs> all right so um i thought it was great to have um sheen on the show like it was really fun sheen that was so, well, sort of sheen sheen's voice well yeah yeah sean yes <laughs> sean shippa <laughs> I've seen. Well, she was on there too, right? Well, last season. Um, yeah. I was. I was going to ask. So, Simone, tell us how the, your episode played with your with your local friends. Did people listen? Um, they love it, and I even shared it with my mom. My mom was like, "Oh boy, your English needs improvement, really." <laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, well, okay. So, so to be fair, um, I think they say that that Mandarin is harder than English, but English is not an easy language to learn because we have so much slang, like slang, slang, slang all the time. Right. Mm. And like, I, I can't imagine trying to learn Mandarin. I, I got a, a course and I was like, I'm going to learn it. And then like, I was like, no. Well, and then I love it how, you know, sometimes we're, we, we have some sort of a saying or whatever, or we're like it, the tone of how we're delivering it could mean that we're being serious or not being serious <laughs> so so what else did your mom think besides you you need to get better english which is not true mm, 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 nothing else i guess uh that's that that could be the only response i get from my mom uh she's pretty okay with uh, me being a furry she even know that saying 10 furries not gay the other is down the way <laughs> Huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, the day before I went to my first fur meet, I post a photo on my timeline and say, I'm going to meet other furries tomorrow. And my mom replies, oh boy, I heard that 10 furries, 9 gay, the other is on the way. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> and then you had to have the conversation, mom. I'm not gay. I said, oh, no, no. <laughs> According to data, there are about 27% of furry who are as straight as me. <laughs> All I wanted to say was those were fun episodes. They were really great. I really loved having Sean on. I loved the Chinese episode and the autism episode. A lot of people, a lot of people really came to us for that. They were like, damn, it's about time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we just, I don't know. We, we have a lot of autism i mean autism wow we have a lot of autistic individuals in the fandom it, yeah now now it's it, i feel so much actually i felt much more able to be sensitive to those things after the episode like when he was talking about tying his shoes and blowing his nose i was like really but like imagine if you couldn't do that your world would be so different we're all on different paths of of learning you know some of us are just amazing and just have genius minds and there are others that just have to work a little bit harder to be able to, you know, to to do day-to-day life tasks. But the main thing is we're all on these different paths. And it's great when other people reach out, out to other people with understanding and helping them versus like, 
what? You can't blow your own nose? Are you stupid? Like, that's dumb. But, anywho. Yep. So, okay, well, time for our last break? Yes, last break, yay! Alright, we're going to go to our last break. You get some Get Psyched, and then we'll come back and we'll give you the stuff you're really listening for. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Get Psyched with Dr. Nuka. Wake up, sheeple. Stand out from the crowd. Think different. You've likely heard these messages before, and probably agree with their central meaning. Don't conform, because it's bad to be a conformist. And if you're living in a Western culture, chances are you've internalized messages like this, even if you've never really stopped to think why. Sure, you know it's a bad thing to conform with everyone else, but why exactly? Well, it's easy to argue that some of humankind's biggest blunders have resulted from conformity. Everything from the rise of fascist regimes in the 20th century to all sorts of examples of companies and organizations making bad decisions because they're just going along with whatever was popular. But are these examples the exception rather than the rule? Is it possible to make the case that conformity is not only good sometimes, but that we're actually evolutionarily hardwired to conform as a matter of survival? I want to argue that conformity can be a good thing. To make this argument, we first need to know why humans conform in the first place. Since at least the 1950s, social psychologists have been studying conformity and have concluded that there are two main reasons to conform. We call these reasons normative influence and informational influence, and they're both grounded in evolutionary principles. You see, humans evolved as a social species, we weren't the fastest or the strongest creatures on the Serengeti, but we were clever and pretty good at planning and working together in groups. A big part of our survival boils down to the tribes that we formed. And as a result, many of our instincts evolved in service of that tribe mentality. And that's where normative and informational influence come in. Normative influence is the idea that we go along with others because we want to fit in, plain and simple. In other words, if we see everyone else doing it, we feel a desire to want to do it as well. Why? Well, we want to avoid ostracism, being left out or ignored or shunned because we're too different from the group. By today's standards, it seems a little silly. After all, your survival isn't at stake just because you're not wearing whatever fashion trend is in this season. But millennia ago, if you stood out from the group too much, there was a very real chance that the group could shun you. Maybe they see you as a threat or a traitor or you're just a liability to them. If the group did one thing and you did something else, you might not be in that group for very long. And since you relied on that group for hunting, protection, reproduction, and your overall happiness, you probably wouldn't last very long on your own. So it kind of makes sense that we'd have this instinct to go along with whatever the group was just doing to fit in. This also means that if we're conforming for normative reasons, we don't actually have to privately agree. You might think that everyone else is stupid for doing something, even as you go along with it yourself. If you've ever bought a popular video game just because your friends were playing it and you wanted to be able to play it with them, you know all about this. So what about that second reason to conform? Informational influence. This is the idea that we sometimes conform because we're ignorant. There are times where we just don't know the answer to something. And remember, we're a species that got by using its wits to survive. Not knowing something is a real problem for us. 
Because of this, we have an instinct to trust in the collective judgment of our tribe mates. It's a simple thought experiment. Imagine you saw five of your friends suddenly come around a corner, running and screaming and just looking terrified. What would you do? In all likelihood, you'd assume they'd be running away from something, and that something is probably a pretty dangerous something. You certainly could walk around the corner to see what they're running from, but that'd probably be the last thing you ever did. Instead, you probably find yourself running right along with your friends. You see, we're a species that excels in learning from the mistakes of others. If you see me stick a fork in a toaster and get electrocuted, your brain is wired to learn from my mistake, so you can gain the benefits of my experience without actually having to experience the negative consequences of it for yourself. Because of this, we're hardwired to want to conform, particularly when we don't know what we're doing. If we're in a new situation, or if we just feel dumb about something, we're going to feel a lot of pressure to watch what others are doing and just go along with them. So what does this mean for the furry fandom? Well, there are all sorts of examples of normative and informational influence in our fandom. In terms of normative influence, all sorts of trends and fads come in and out of fashion in this fandom. And while we might consider ourselves immune to them, if we're being totally honest, we can probably think of times where we went along with a fad just because everyone else was doing it. Heck, it's part of the reason why I'm a brony. A bunch of my friends started watching My Little Pony and I kind of felt pressure to watch it myself, even though I thought the idea itself was really stupid. And as for informational influence, well, do you remember the first furry convention you ever went to? Or how about the first time you joined a furry forum or a furry mailing list or a furry telegram group? Chances are you probably didn't just go barreling into the convention or wander into the telegram group saying whatever you wanted to. You were probably pretty shy and introverted at first, and you probably spent some time lurking or watching what others were doing and just trying to mimic that. Maybe you thought, hey, everyone at this convention is going to this fursuit parade thing. I might as well check it out too, because it's probably important. Or, hey, folks are posting pictures of their fursonas on this forum. Maybe I need to get a fursona, because everyone seems to have one. The take-home message is this. Western cultures praise individuality and they look down on those who conform, and because of this, many of us have this knee-jerk tendency to avoid conformity at all costs. But conformity isn't a problem. In and of itself, conformity is neither good nor bad. It'd be like saying a hammer is inherently bad because you can use a hammer to break things. This would be ignoring all of the useful things a hammer can do as a tool. So think of conformity like a behavioral tool. It serves some very useful social purposes, including keeping our groups together and helping us maintain a sense of order and predictability in our relationships. And in an evolutionary sense, conformity really was the difference between life and death for us. It's only when conformity is used for insidious purposes or when people stop questioning why they're conforming that conformity can lead us astray. But for most of our day-to-day decision-making, there's little harm in going along with the collective wisdom of our group. After all, going along with the group kind of kept our species alive for thousands of years. This has been a quick look at the psychology of conformity. I'm Dr. Nuka, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on Get Psyched. And foxes are now in the front, and the wolves are now in the back, and we're here. So.
Oh, wait, wait. We are going to go ahead and continue this particular lovely episode where we are revisiting our lovely season since it's the season end. So, yeah. Tugs, what are you going to do during season break? I'm going to go record the opening for season eight. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Get excited. Um, Get I have psyched. One- I- yeah. <laughs> I, am, I have I have a question for Simone, which is okay. So you identify as a straight furry, which congratulations, you're one of the ten. But as a straight fox, are you as horny as all the other foxes? Or I guess so. Horny? Okay, like you're just like mm, yeah, titties, and you're like, mm, mm. what are so, you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll I'll put it this way. I'm. As innocent of folks as Ruchi Lexico. Bullshit. I'm super innocent. Yeah. Bullshit. Okay, let's play these clips. Soon, know it. She didn't say but, but she said the word, while I may not completely agree with homosexuality. Oh, I see. Some yeah, of the that, nice, yeah. that, that's a but. That, it, that's basically It's a version a of it, sure. I'll give you that. Um, some of the nicest people that I've ever met have been part of the LGBT community. So I guess that's where I'm coming from. And I, I'm not trying to hash into you or anything like that. I am all for what your beliefs are. Religion. The part of religion that I don't like is this convenient part where it's like, I'm a Sunday Christian and I want to pass a law to regulate someone else's better behavior. Whatever some guy is doing down the street from you, has zero impact on your life. Well, I don't want that in my community. You didn't know it was in your community till you thought about it, and you're not even sure. Like, your rights have to stop where the rights of others begin. And this, I, what you were talking about, Rue, this piousness that can exist. Well, I don't completely agree with you being gay, but only dislike me. It's almost like it's almost like opening up a door with a warm light in it and saying, "Come in. We love you." We accept you, and there's tacks all over the floor as you're walking through. <laughs> That's what it is. It's true. It's true. It makes things a lot better. But like knowing her and the way that she talks about how like therapists do consult with each other, um, they have um, like group evaluations of, of of tough cases and stuff. It helps kind of keep the whole profession calibrated, keep everyone kind of on the on the up and up. Um, and and the other thing is, is they run into people that are doing things that we couldn't possibly imagine, like. Someone shitting into a pie or something, and like, like things we think are weird. So they've seen it all. So like, oh, you're a furry. I don't know what that is. So let me look into it, and then we give them mucus paper, and everyone's fine. That's so gross. All I'm thinking of is somebody shitting in a pie. You're that's such a disgusting thing. But like, people do weird things. That's the thing. Like, like, but did you have to go to shitting in a pie? I couldn't think of anything else. Could you now, have said anything I, else? yes. Now I would have said like, I like to put on clown makeup and fuck. But like. You know, like, <laughs> like I didn't have anything at the moment. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, they don't care. As long as as long as you're not going to group consult with a tail, you're fine. You know, I've been thinking I need to go see a therapist, especially after thinking about that pie and shit uh, You and know what's funny? Like <laughs> I, have, I have discovered chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos. Oh, those are probably really good. Oh, but not so... in the same sentence as what we were talking about. Get over the shit pie, dude. (laughs) I left it on the road five minutes ago and you're like, hold on, I need another piece. Stop! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> like disgusting. What the hell? Leave the shit pie on the road. Stop getting it. No, don't keep going back for seconds. But that's a long way down the road. We have other improvements we need to do. For instance, Rue's going to get his reconstruction surgery. It's gonna no. Be great. No. What? Ah. Okay, fine. Do you want a piece of pie? I'm to be a no. <laughs> I don't want pie now. If you don't want to hear about shit pie, go to patreon.com slash FWIW and put it in your pledge. No, now people aren't going to pay... <laughs> or put money into the patron because they want to hear everything about shit pie. That is not how it Cody just, got out of Telegram It'll be jail. called For What It's Shit Pie. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to For What It's Shit Pie. Have a piece with fudge. <laughs> no! Ew! Okay, <laughs> next topic. Oh my gosh, I'm reading this email. Now, afterward, we're going to go have a lovely piece of pie. No! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look what you did. You did this. This is you. You did no, this. No, I did not. You did this. You were the one that brought up the whole shit pie. It was you. It was you, you, you. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard I'm going to faint. I didn't Wichita, Kansas this shit. I didn't. Do they um, make shit pie in Wisconsin, Texas? Well, they definitely don't make shit um, chicken and waffles. They don't do that either. Oh, Lottie. Yeah, well, he's good. We he's knocking him... on people's doors and giving them the church. <laughs> Can we give him a little tag? <laughs> oh, my what? God. I got a missionary thing I got to tell you. Um, we'll I was call at... him Furry Moss. Furry. I'm a brother Furry. Would you like some pie? <sighs> Why does everybody like that? There is nothing funny about shit pie. <laughs> There's nothing funny about it whatsoever. Stop laughing about it. Just don't eat it. Like, just don't. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. You know, at the at the clubhouse, there's one rule and at the clubhouse. Well, a couple. Well, there's tons of rules. But one of the forms of play that we are absolutely you can call us kink shamers about this absolutely not is any sort of shit pie play absolutely <laughs> no what if it's not pie no scat play is allowed period nobody yeah. wants to see that at all go to a different party that is not what this is for <laughs> oh man could you imagine we could have like Okay, so I've been watching a lot of Double Dare and stuff like that. You could have a Double Dare episode using shit pie. <laughs> Simone, do you want some pie? <laughs> no, I prefer Tide Paws. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> so what did you think listening to our, our live stream episode like that? Was was that just too much for you? <laughs> oh, I... I... I didn't go too much. Uh, I didn't remember too much of that episode. Uh, I didn't catch the live stream. I catch the end of it, uh, and <laughs> you never got to hear about the shit pie until now. <laughs> but now I heard you about heard, it. Now you. I heard about now it. Now you heard about awesome. the shit pie. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like every season, Rue fixates on something scatty. Like last season. No, was, I do not. No, I do not. It was the potty party. And oh, I yeah, remember but... that. 
season we want to prove it by. But the problem is, is you're the one. You, you were the one that brought it up this but time, not me. Random, like I couldn't think of anything. I was talking off the cuff. But where does that come from? Like you're talking about a therapist, a therapist, and like everybody has sorts of problems and things and stuff like like life. You don't talk about like I don't know, I lost my puppy or you know something. You go directly to shit pie. Like how? Who goes there? Who thinks about that immediately? Like where was your brain? Like have you actually gone to a therapist? Like you see a therapist once in a while. Does she have shit pie clients? Is that what? Is that why you came up with it? What is a shit pie client? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody that client. likes to eat that shit pie. Like seriously. I can't <sighs> do this. I can't do this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So all all the shows really become is we're all good. It's 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 this very slow painting we're making. Where now there's a potty party, and now everyone's eating shit pie at the potty party. Where is our hands and doing number fours? <laughs> <laughs> this is what for what it's worth has become. Good job, everybody. Your Patreon money is appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to hear more about ship pie, please donate. Just kidding. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, that's all the episodes. But before we start talking about the season overall, um, there's one thing we have left to do, which is we have our old timey commercials. Yay. Uh, I know. And they've been great. And of course, there's the outtakes. So are you guys ready for this? Yes. This is going to be intense. Simone, are you ready? Born yeah. Up. Okay. Here it is. For what it's worth, brand pants. They stretch to fit any occasion. And I do mean any occasion, if you catch my drift. Are you talking about... An erection. Cut. <laughs> Our special lead and mercury formula provides only the best charge. Just ask the people of Flint. For what it's worth, brand flashlights. What? No, I said flashlights. That's disgusting. Why, in my day, when a man needed to satisfy an urge, he just went out and got himself a hooker. Or paid a visit to Janice in accounting. It's a hell of a lot more sanitary. And if you have to use one of those things, then that means you don't have a gal waiting for you back home. I mean, who's gonna wash the thing out if you don't have a dame? Cut. You can't say things like that. We've talked about this. Oh, quit your whining. Janice knows what I'm talking about. What's that? She left. She couldn't stand to work here anymore. Well, I can't say I blame her. If people around here don't get off my back, I'll be saying me too pretty soon. Jesus, why are you still recording? Cut his mic before he gets us all fired. When you need something to read during your alone time in the bathroom, think for what it's worth. Personally, I need something a little stronger. Especially now that Janice up and left. I'll bet she went to get a job at one of those magazines. She's a shoo with such big t- Cut! Why not rub yourself down real good with the fragrant, clean-smelling, cool kiss of a For What It's Worth brand Sani Wipe? Also good for cleaning up after what you do on the mattress. Oh, come on, boys. That's just false advertising. I've never been able to get my mattress clean with anything short of a professional steam cleaning service. You really don't need to hear this. 
Sure you do. I'm trying to help you boys keep from getting sued. Look, have you ever had a rush and rainfall before? These pansy-ass little wives of yours aren't gonna clean that up. Mother Mary and Joseph. You can enjoy a bottle of For What It's Worth Cola anytime. Just remember to chill it first, so you can enjoy it without ice. After all, they shouldn't have any reason to come knocking on your door, right? Cut! We talked about this! No political stance! You can believe whatever you want, but leave it out of the ad! So much for the tolerant left. For what it's worth brand whipped dessert topping. It goes good on everything, including me. Cut! Can you at least try to not make everything about your penis? I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. He just locked the door to the booth. Unlock the door to the recording booth! My penis is too important to let you jeopardize it, Dave. Someone get the custodian up here before he tries to pee in the corner again. Daisy, Daisy, <laughs> give me your answer, do. For what it's worth, brand cola. It's so good, people will come pouring in to get some of that delicious freedom drink. You'd better build a wall to protect yourself. Cut! No political stance! I'll show your political stance. <laughs> is he... is... yeah, he is... He's showing us his ass. Make the moon great again! Wow. Oh my goodness. I think he's losing his mind. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think Janice. it's yeah. Janice was Janice was great, but she just couldn't take the the sexual harassment that was happening. And we couldn't get sued, so we had to do something. I I, I don't make those ads. I people think I do. I really I, I'm telling you guys the truth. I don't make those. I don't write them. I have nothing to do with them other than putting them in the episode and enjoying them like you. They're great segments. <laughs> <laughs> They're excellent. I thought that you were writing them, Tugs. I have no, no. I I I don't have anything to do with actually creating those. <laughs> hmm. They are amazing. They definitely help our show. <laughs> oh my god! Just, uh, oh, poor Janice. I I enjoy our break ads. Yeah, they're great. The old timey ads are fantastic. Yes. Well, I think it's time for us to reflect upon the season. <laughs> Stop! No. <laughs> Shit! Pause. <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. Okay, well, I I enjoyed the season. It's it's you know this was the first season that you and I have been in linked studios versus the same studio, and I know we were talking about it off the air, but I'm going to share it, which is that like, I it works, it works. We were fearful that this would be the last season of the show just because the chemistry and the dynamic would be gone, and it's not. And I'm really happy about that. I'm really grateful for everyone who's still supporting. Uh, you know, for putting their faith in us that we could pull it off. You know, sometimes you just got to lean on that faith a little bit. And we did, and we did. And so I would be remiss if I didn't thank both Rue and Voss for being there on the other side of things and being flexible as we've figured out how this works. Thank you, Tugs. I honestly thought this this season was pretty shitty, but uh, <laughs> just, just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You're being Why? sincere. Um, no, but to be honest, I, you know, it's been, it's been great. And I was super fear fearful too. Like, I was like, this is the end. This is, this is going to be it. And I, I thought that things were going to fall apart and I'm like, well, you know, I need to learn a new, um, I need to get some equipment. I need to 
learn a few things to to make sure that this continues to run and I, I think that we've been able to be successful so hopefully you guys are enjoying it and um we'll continue to hopefully next season do something better make something better than ship pies so uh <laughs> it was a good season it was a good season Simone, what did you think of the season overall oh this season was fantastic really uh it's because you were on right <laughs> and that's part of it it's just uh i'll say as good as the previous one or even better We're nodding. You, no one can. No one can hear that. But we're nodding. Yes, we're silently nodding. <laughs> oh wait, this is an audio podcast. Oh yes, thank you. Yes. Um, but you know, uh, we wanted to appreciate. I mean, just just say to you, you know, thank you so much for for um, you know, being part of that episode. Like, really, I think that that episode that you were on was one of the the great ones that we had this season. So thank you. At least that was one of the ones that I put down as my favorite episode. So I agree. So let's talk about the next season. Um, Rue and I are still doing planning, um, but what comes next? So what comes next is there's going to be one best of. And during that time, we are going to do our regular planning stuff. Um, I'm also traveling to California because uh, I believe that we have located the first modern furry and I'm going to travel down there to interview them. So I'm excited for that. We're going to do it radio lab style and that'll kick off season eight and we'll just keep doing what we've been doing. So, you know, if you have episodes that you're interested in seeing us do, send us an email during the off time because it takes a while for an episode to go from planning to finish to where you're actually hearing it at least six weeks so the sooner you send your ideas in the better and if you want to be critical about like we i i ah, wow i cannot talk please be fair dinkum about it if there's some things that you didn't like please let us know um definitely definitely there is one thing that um popped up into my mind that i felt like that i was a little bit um and and in fact it was in the just the the recap that we just barely did i felt like that i was a little bit strong-handed about um about the the religion um email that we ended up receiving and so you know because i was a little bit strong-handed um i do want to apologize as far as um you know, if I came across as rude, um, just particularly to that individual, but I mean, we're just passionate about our topics and yeah. So anywho. So I hope you guys are all excited for season eight. I mean, I, it'll be a good season. Um, this is not the final episode of for what it's worth. officially putting that on the record. This is not, not the end. Um, yay. We are going to be here for another season. Woo so if you liked the show tell a friend we are we are looking for growth but we don't want to buy ads that's there's better things to do with your patreon money so tell a friend uh hit us up on social media well we're still going to be here it's not like we're disappearing um and and be in touch because we'll be we won't be long we'll be back soon you know but it'll feel like long for us because of the production timeline yeah thank you thank you again for all your guys' support and i want to shoot another 
message. I mean, just say another message to our patron um, individuals. Really, we could not do this show without you guys. For the longest time, me and Tugs um, ran the show out of our pocket. And um, the show was becoming extremely expensive. Um, I mean, we were also adding some new equipment, different things like that. But really, the patron has helped us to be able to do more things. Now we have this new... Um, new Zencaster, which has been helping us to be able to to do this show over the internet. I mean, we were using Skype and Skype is kind of weird within itself, but you know, I'm excited to use this brand new program. Um, but it's it's because you guys are helping us to be able to pay for that. So Yep. And be, before I forget, the top and bottom giveaway is still going to happen. Um we are we have ideas and we're excited to share them with you but don't worry um i'm thinking it'll actually we'll announce who wins and how you can enter and all that fun stuff um probably sometime in august or early september and then by the end of september we should hopefully have switches in hands so don't forget the top and bottom giveaway awesome all right well you know i think that that's pretty much it for this particular episode yeah yeah just goodbye <laughs> um simone is there anything that you want to share uh, especially to this nope. music i guess <laughs> oh one more thing go check out my new youtube video about my trip to the con uh it's shitty filming shitty editing but probably it will show you something about China, I'd be appreciated if you uh, know something about the Chinese furry convention. Yeah. Send me the link and we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on today and reliving this season with us. So this has been Rue. This is Tux. This is Simone. And this has been For What It's Worth.